Hey guys, and welcome to the Healthy Huddle. We're going to talk all things health-related based on our real-life trial and errors. I'm Peyton, a retired college athlete with a love for holistic nutrition. And I'm Rachel, a creative writer, forever student, and mental health advocate. We may not have all the answers, but we're damn sure going to try. We hope that everybody had a really great week. We're excited for this episode. Uh, We realized that last week was pretty heavy, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, we do think that it's a topic that needed to be discussed. Mm -hmm. Uh, We wanted to kind of go in a different direction today. So Mm -hmm. we (laughs) have both written some questions that we're going to ask each other. Yes. The other person doesn't know what they are. Yeah. However, it is about whenever you go on vacation and returning from home. Yeah. It's about, you know, it's okay to let go on vacation sometimes. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with, Mm -hmm. especially if you're stuck in kind of a restrictive mindset or a hamster wheel like routine. Mm -hmm. It can be hard to be thrown out of that Mm -hmm. and to feel like you need to now overcorrect when you get back. And we're here to tell you that that's not always the case. Yeah. And that life is about balance and it's to refuel your battery. It's to recharge your battery. Vacations and time with friends or family or holidays, birthdays, celebrations, they are the memories you're going to cherish when you're 87 years old. They're they're the memories you're going to think about, not the other little negative things that come with it. And the flip side of that is I'm definitely used to overindulge. Mm -hmm. Not that that's a bad thing, but I had a hard time getting back into a routine, which is the other side of why we also think it's important just to talk about it and give, you know, our our thoughts at least, what yeah. we find works well for us. Yeah, because I think it is, especially, you know, I mean, it's only September, but we are kind of transitioning into the holiday season. I mean, I know personally for me, holidays were a really hard time for me mm-hmm. because, you know, they're heavier foods. They're more of a celebration. People love to eat and be around the table. You're also not the one who's necessarily cooking the food. Exactly. You can't be in control of it, which I'm attending be a little bit of a <laughs> control freak and I used to really hate that but now I'm like ooh, I can't wait till my grandma makes this or this or this like yeah. that is what I'll remember mm-hmm. down the road oh yeah I love my dad's mac and cheese mm, I feel that yeah not my stomach but <laughs> <laughs> same yeah dairy does not flow anyways we're going to do some questions because we really wanted to talk about this topic we just didn't really know how to approach it so we were yeah. like you know what screw it I haven't seen her question she hasn't seen mine just gonna kind of do like a question roulette type of thing yeah. but still with the overarching theme of vacationing and the fact that it's okay to allow yourself to have that cookie yeah. Or that pizza. Or the donut. Or the drink. Yeah. Lord knows we need it. So <laughs> Rachel's going to start. Um, and I hate surprises. So let's see how this goes. <laughs> uh, you sort of already started talking about this. My first question is, when someone says vacation, what does that mean to you? Mm. It's different now. But two to three years ago, it would have been terrifying. Mm. It would have meant to me that... 
I was going to be thrown out of my routine. I wasn't going to be in control of what I was going to eat. I wasn't probably going to have access to a gym. And on top of that, you're going to throw in a restrictive eating period Mm -hmm. and a mindset of always limiting yourself and trying to be the skinniest version of yourself. Now that's like a recipe for disaster. So vacation, i it's funny you actually bring that up. Uh, 2017, I went to Italy with my family. And I had the best time ever because the moment I got there, I was like, ah, pizza. <laughs> but I vividly remember being in the airport and thinking, okay, what am I going to do when I get back home? And how am I going to get back on track? And I'm going to need to eat pretty much just spinach and rice cakes. That's on the like, way there you were thinking this? Yeah. I wasn't even allowing myself to be like, oh, God, I'm so excited to go to Italy. I mean, of course I was. Like, obviously, I'm with my family. We're hype. Like, let's go. But, yeah, I had a lot of times where I'm like, damn, I'm going to really need to do this, this, and this when I get back because I'm probably going to gain weight here because I'm not going to be in control of what I'm going to eat, what we're going to do. And that was terrifying to me. Yeah. Whereas, like, what the... Girl, (laughs) get your head out of your ass and... Think about all the amazing things you're about to experience. Yeah. And so now when you say the word vacation to me, I love to travel. Obviously, mm-hmm. not right now. COVID, leave. But right now, if you were to be like, oh, we're going on this vacation, I'm like, yes, I can't wait. I love experiencing new people and new cultures and seeing new places. And now it's, I've shifted my mindset from being so fearful of being thrown out of my routine Mm -hmm. to loving being thrown out of my routine. Because as someone who is a self-proclaimed control freak, Mm -hmm. the only way for me to really grow and evolve and push myself is to be thrown out of my routine. Yeah. Because that's where I'm going to struggle, but that's where I'm going to thrive. Right. So now you tell me, hey, we're going on vacation. I'm like, oh, say less. When are we going? (laughs) Like, I got to put it in my calendar. Like, I'm so excited. Whereas a little bit ago, a couple years ago, wasn't even that long ago, but I was terrified. Yeah. Truly terrified. I used to be super hard on myself when I would come back from vacation and not be able to do as many sets as I could when Mm -hmm. I first left or to not go as heavy as I could when I first left. And now I truly understand like, okay, we're going to ease back into it. One, because I don't want to hurt myself. And that is a number one way of hurting yourself, damaging your your joints, your muscles, your tendons, thinking that you can do more than you actually can. Mm -hmm. But I know now that I'm going to gradually go into it. Now it's more just like, ah, that that fueled my soul and my yeah. fire and my passion and now I'm ready to get back at it because I had that time I recharged my battery I was telling Rachel this analogy actually when you're driving say we're going on a cross-country road trip you're gonna have to stop at a gas station at one point if you think you're gonna go from here to California in one gas tank first of all get me that car because <laughs> I'm saving hella money but second of all, that's just unrealistic. Yeah. You're going to have to stop at a gas station a couple times. You're going to refuel and then you're going to go. You're not going to stay at the gas station right. for three days. No. Right. You're going to do a little pit stop, fuel your tank back up, maybe get a little snack, a little Gatorade, whatever. And then you're going to go and you're going right. to be right back on your way. That's vacation now to me. Yeah. It's a way to fuel my soul. And to fulfill my life with these memories that I'm so grateful for now. But back then, I didn't think about it like that. Well, and I think it also gives, at least for myself, an appreciation for that normal routine. Yeah. Because I like, like I think you can over-vacation. Mm. And I kind of to continue using your car analogy, mm-hmm. like at some point it stops filling, right? Because yeah. if it overfills, what, you're going to have gas all over the place? Yeah. Like that's not 
healthy either. <laughs> uh, <safe>. yeah. <laughs> so it's like this balance of, you know, going out and refueling and making those memories, exactly. but also kind of appreciating what your day-to-day life is like. Exactly. I want to know what would be your absolute dream vacation? Like, tell me, where are we going? What are we doing? That depends. Okay. Because if I'm not planning to do a whole lot, Mm -hmm. I would love to go to a place like Bora Bora. I love. Have heard that it's beautiful. That water. I think it would be very nice to have, not for, I couldn't stay somewhere like that for very long, but like a couple of days where Mm -hmm. it's just gorgeous and the ocean is beautiful, the sand, the drinks, the food, I hear the people are lovely and And just Get to relax. To yes. Let go. Get some gorgeous photos. Yeah. Get that stress out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I also really love being active. Yeah. My favorite vacations usually are ones where I'm just like walking or hiking. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of different places that I'd like to go. I don't know that I have one that's necessarily at the top of my list mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way though. Like I do love a nice relaxing vacation, but I love to explore and I'm a very, like I'm a busybody. I get really antsy and itchy when I'm not moving a lot and I love seeing new places. Like I said, I love exploring the people and the Mm -hmm. cultures and the food and the customs. Like it's crazy to me that like you're a human being and I'm a human being, but we come from such different backgrounds. Yeah. And our lives have been completely different, even though we're made up of the same stuff. And I think that's so cool to just, like, immerse yourself in. Well, and I also really love places for their historical backgrounds, mm. especially because I studied Latin for seven years. Yeah. So I'm very fascinated by Greek and Roman culture. And uh, I have been to Rome, but I've never been to Greece. So I think it just would be so cool to visit. And so many wonderful writers come from just different places in Europe. I'd really like to go to England. Some of just some of my favorite authors, you know, have been from yeah. that area. And yeah. so I think it'd be cool to go and, you know, see their graves and see places where they wrote, things like that. Those mm-hmm. What inspired them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe get some of my own inspiration. Yeah. So I, I love feel that. Like, yeah, I think that that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my question kind of piggybacks mm-hmm. off of that, but in a different way. So as Peyton said, she loves, loves, loves to travel. Yeah. Okay. This is a two part question. Okay. I'm ready. Where would you like to go, one, with your future husband? Oh, don't play with me like that. And two, with your future family. Because I think those are two different. Yeah, one's more like a honeymoon type of vacation. Yeah. One is like, I want to let my kids experience. Yeah. Because I I come from a family that loves to vacation. Mm -hmm. My grandma has literally been all over the world. And my, like, my, both my parents love to travel and just see new places, see different things, meet new people. So I really want to give that to my kids as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my fu- For my future husband, so hopefully he loves the beach because <laughs> that's where I grew up. So I would love to go somewhere like Australia or somewhere where I would be able to still go to the beach and be in a beachy town mm-hmm. or a city, but also be able to go out and explore things. So I think that would be probably the number one place that I want to go with my future husband but then my family wise like my kids I would really want to expose them to new cultures and new people and people who are different than them Mm -hmm. and come from a very different background and different upbringing because I think that's super important especially in today's society like 
I'm so thankful that and grateful that I have a family that was able to go to these places mm-hmm. and see these new things. Because I have a nine-year-old sister and I was like, I'm so grateful that she gets to see this mm-hmm. side. So more of like an exploring vacation, I guess I would say. I would love to take them to any place in Africa because that place is hands down the most gorgeous place I've ever been to. So my next question for you is what is one way or one thing you tell yourself or just one method you use now to allow yourself to enjoy vacation and to not be so hard on yourself. What do you wish you told your younger self who maybe didn't allow herself to enjoy those vacations? I would probably have two answers. One would be you're going to have another vacation. Mm -hmm. So whenever you get back, you don't have to continue eating like you're on vacation Mm -hmm. it's okay to get back into that normal routine because I was definitely someone who struggled a little bit more with the indulgence side of it Mm -hmm. but I would also say that you don't have to wait to have the donut for vacation yeah because I definitely like now I struggle with this get in this mindset of okay well I know that we're going to go to this location I know that we love these donuts I'm gonna wait until we're there to have that my restriction comes in the form of I know that I'm going to indulge while I'm there so now I have to really be on track so that I feel less guilty when in reality if I want something I should eat it and I shouldn't say I'm going to wait until this time I should fulfill that craving that doesn't even mean I eat the whole donut maybe that doesn't even mean I just eat one donut Mm -hmm. but I don't have to look at it and say well this is my designated time to eat that food eat it whenever you want and also enjoy it on vacation that's okay yeah I think we often use vacation as the excuse Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And how many times have you seen influencers or anyone kind of tell you, oh, well, you know, just eat a little less, you know, then you'll have this X amount of calories left over for you to be able to indulge more on your vacation. It's like, but... <laughs> That's not reality. No. <laughs> and that, you bring up a good point because I used to be so guilty of this. I would push off my quote-unquote eating window mm. for so... And I'm not talking intermittent fasting. Like, yeah. I understand the benefits of intermittent fasting and you choose to do that. And that works for you. That's awesome. This is my mindset was, all right, well, I know I'm going to get hungry later in the day. So I'm just going to push off eating as much as long as possible. Mm. So then I can, I don't feel guilty having a larger amount of calories later in the day when we go out to this restaurant that I don't know what they're cooking. I don't know what they use. Yeah. And it's like, but if you're hungry in the day and you push it off that much more, aren't you more likely to overeat then? Right. Now I think about it, I'm like, girl, you're you're stupid. But that's how I felt. And that's what I feel like I was seeing on social media and stuff too, is don't waste your calories on alcohol. Okay, calm down. No, I'm going to have the Corona or the margarita with my tacos and my queso. (laughs) I'm going to have three tacos. That's just... But it's hard. I struggle with getting out of that mindset because I'm like, oh, this is so good and I really enjoy it and I love it. And then I get home and I still really enjoy it. It's like a warm hug. Gosh, I am such a savory person and I tell Peyton this all the time, like I just keep eating it because I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even matter if I'm full or not. I'm just going to work out really hard tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I struggle with that too because a breakfast buffet, done deal. Like Game over. Yeah, I could crush (laughs) that entire thing. I'll still be sitting there like, we're ready for dinner, so can you get out? (laughs) No, I can't. Sorry, move along. (laughs) 
Ooh, okay. I have a question mm-hmm. for you. What is the number one item you take on vacation? Ooh, the number one item I take on vacation. Anyone that knows me can attest to this that I'm going to be taking on vacation is my water bottle. <laughs> that thing is my baby. I don't even know what it is. We have this like relationship now. <laughs> it's true. She yeah. does take it. But I love, I know some people, they're like, oh, water's so boring. I hate it. I love water. I get really bad headaches if I'm dehydrated. I love drinking water throughout the day. And that's not even a thing that I was like, you're supposed to drink your water, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, I just actually genuinely love it. And I love always having my water bottle with me because I hate being thirsty. Well, the funny thing is, I feel like that's probably one of the top things that people miss on their vacations is drinking enough water yes and I guilty yeah well I can just tell like I just I my brain gets really foggy Mm -hmm. I get super dehydrated very quickly I think now because I'm just so used to drinking a lot of water throughout the day my family's probably listening to this like that fucking water bottle (laughs) (laughs) all right but my next question this is kind of a fun one okay I feel like I kind of already know the answer but I want to hear it anyways what is your favorite cuisine Ooh, (laughs) she got so excited yes because you there's no way anyone who knows me doesn't know this answer I love tacos yep Mexican food but you love like your chips and queso yes I uh I make like homemade enchiladas Mm -hmm. and for this week I'm gonna make a homemade like salsa uh corn pico salsa and I got poblano peppers to Mm. stuff oh your peppers yes oh my goodness they're so good I use an enchilada sauce yeah um and it's not just I like I've had authentic uh Mexican cuisine I love it all I just really it just really does something to my palate Mm -hmm. where I I'm filled with so much happiness and joy. I don't care if I have already had tacos for lunch. I will eat it again for dinner. And I not I won't just eat it. I'll get the exact same thing. Yeah. I don't change my orders. Yeah. So. But I think that's such a thing that I had to shift my mindset on because like obviously like I love Mexican food, but I love all foods. Like yeah. I love trying new foods so much. And back when I was super restrictive mm-hmm. and just had a very fearful mindset of that, I wouldn't try these new foods and I'm like Mm. I've never I may not get to try this again for a really long time why am I limiting myself because I'm scared of what what are you scared of Peyton gaining a pound or two it's gonna be okay eat the damn burrito yeah now I will say I will try almost anything that gets put in front of me I definitely especially if it's in other cultures Mm. uh, I also have been very lucky with the travel that I've gotten to do um, so I definitely will try, and uh, I do have other favorite cuisines as well. That's just literally, like, I just will eat it anytime. It's your go-to. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Oh, yes, it's my turn again. Okay, this is kind of a two for one. What is the hardest part of returning to reality, and how do you prepare for your return? Honestly, the hardest part is, like, being sad that you're not on vacation anymore. But within that, I think the obvious is getting back into that routine of Mm -hmm. working out. I do find, though, that the less pressure I put on myself to go back to the exact amount, like, the exact reps and amount of weight and Mm -hmm. sets that I was doing prior to the vacation 
the more willing I am to go to the gym and yeah. do things because I don't have that pressure on myself. When I come back, I'm like, okay, if it's just a casual jog today to just kind of get back in the swing of things, then that's what it is. Right. And I'm way more likely to follow through and do that run rather than be like, okay, I need to do this, this, and this because this is what I was doing before vacation. Ugh, but I'm just not feeling it. I'm just sluggish. So I think the less pressure I put on myself to get back into that routine, the more likely I am going to get back into that routine. Yeah. But I would say, obviously, working out is probably the hardest thing, as I'm sure it is for a lot of people. I'm sorry, what was the second question? How do you prepare yourself for your return? Oh, okay. So preparing myself, um, maybe order online groceries mm-hmm. to have them delivered to your door to already be there because the last thing you want to do is come home to an empty fridge and have to go out to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. That is like, no, I don't want to do it. And, and I love going to the grocery store. I don't know about, yes, she, actually she and I both really enjoy yeah, the grocery I love store. It. It's my happy place. Um, but at least for me, like when I hit that order button, mm-hmm. if like when I come home from vacation, if I'm ordering takeout, then all I'm doing is starting that habit of mm-hmm. not preparing the foods myself. I think another thing I do sometimes, I'm not the greatest at this, but I don't love writing out my workouts, but Sometimes Mm -hmm. I feel like when I do write out a workout where I actually am excited Mm -hmm. to try these new exercises or movements or maybe a different workout scheme, so like a different way of doing the sets and reps, I write that out in my notes and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to save this for when I get back home because this is going to make me excited to want to work out. And if I already have this written out, it's holding myself accountable. So I'm like, okay, there's no way I can't do this now. Because I've already written it out. I've already done the hard work of thinking about what I want to do. Now I just have to like put it in motion. I agree with you that coming back because and just being kind of sad can be one of the hardest parts. Yeah. For me, whenever it was the hardest was when I went and vacationed in Colorado for mm-hmm. the first time. I've only been twice. But the first time I was there, I was like, gosh, I am meant to be out here. Yeah. And it was so hard to return. It literally changed the trajectory of my life because now I'm just going to refer to my boyfriend as V on here, Um, but he really wants to be on that side of the country. I really want to be on that side of the country. My master's program that I'm in is through the University of Denver, and literally it was because I just love that part of the country so much. I was like, I have to get my master's degree from a school out here Mm -hmm. like I was so sad for like two weeks that I was like how do I find a way to make this a part of my life Mm -hmm. and so it literally has changed the way that my life that we both intend for our lives to go I think that's I mean yeah that's obviously a sad thing but I think that's also a good thing because now you have this goal you're working towards oh definitely because you had this vacation that truly did transform your life yeah and I think that's another thing that can be taken away from vacations is you can be exposed to something you would never have been Mm -hmm. Supposed mm-hmm. to before that shouldn't be overlooked right about vacation like yes oh, it is absolutely. a way to recharge your battery but it's also could be a way to fuel the fire definitely so my next question is what do you find when you're on vacation what mm-hmm. is the most fulfilling thing for you like what is in the scheme of vacation like what aspect do you find to be the most rewarding and fulfilling for you so I think the part that's most fulfilling and this is why I really enjoy taking vacations where I do something like hike Mm -hmm. because yes it takes work and time and effort to get up to whatever the altitude is or wherever it is that you're going but once I'm up 
there. I love being in nature and seeing how small you are. It just brings so much peace into my life. And for a moment, I realized one, how small I am, but two, how big of an impact I can also have. Mm -hmm. So for me, whenever I get those moments, whether it's with a close group of friends by myself uh, or significant other, like whatever the situation is, I always just have this moment where I'm in my own space, in my own head. And I just think this is what the world is about. Mm -hmm. Specifically, I love seeing how freaking beautiful and crazy this earth actually is. Yeah. I feel like if you don't push yourself out of that comfort zone, you're never going to know what's out there. Yeah. Okay. And my final question for you is when you're on vacation, uh, what do you feel like you struggle with the most and how are you trying to move forward now at this point in your life with that knowledge? Mm-hmm. Probably the biggest thing I struggled with and still struggle with is the letting go mm. is the not being in my routine not being in control of what I'm eating or what we're going to do or if I'm going to have time to work out. Those things, I because I do, I come from a place where I was like suffocating the mm-hmm. fact that I wanted to keep the routine. And so that, I mean, I still struggle with that. The letting go, I think I've gotten better at, but the guilt that comes with that is probably still my biggest struggle. But you said, how do I go about that moving forward? I mean, I talked about it earlier, but just switching my mindset to more of an opportunistic mindset being like, oh no, I shouldn't be scared of this. I get to do this. Right. And I get to eat these foods and I get to do these activities that I don't ever get back home. Right. So feeling like, oh, this is an opportunity and I, this is a privilege. I need to take full advantage of it because I may not get to do it again. And the fact that I'm even here in the first place is something in itself. And it's a conscious effort. Mm -hmm. I still am struggling with it. But once I really make that mind shift, I make more memories. Yeah. And I look back on things more and I'm like, wow, that was so amazing. I had so much fun with my friends and my family. And now my soul is filled because I feel like I was so focused on how does my body look rather Mm -hmm. than how does my soul feel. Okay, but my last question for you, and I think this will go into kind of our five things, our huddle up, is um, why do you think a lot of people struggle with and have such a hard time with the letting go? Like I just said, why do you think it is? Like, why do you think we struggle with it? Do you think it's a social media thing? Do you think it's what we're told? I think that part of it is a fear of not being able to get back to that routine and a fear of undoing all of the progress that you've made. Mm -hmm. Not saying that's the case for all people, but instead of viewing it as part of the process and learning for yourself or like you said, just having fun and making those memories Mm -hmm. and really taking full advantage of the culture and the foods and the drinks or Mm -hmm. you know whatever the case thinking well if I have that that means now I'm set back Mm -hmm. and really it's just a part of the process it's a part of life Mm -hmm. and I just I think that sometimes people have a hard time letting that go because maybe they might be like I sometimes can be and continue down that spiral and I think that's actually a perfect segue into the huddle up where we have, you know, our five tips, tricks, whatever it may be. And specifically for this episode, it's going to be kind of how do you deal with the balance of vacation or holidays or celebration or even just like maybe a weekend where you overindulged. So our first takeaway for this episode is to be mindful. Really listen to yourself. If you want the donut, eat the donut. But 
Also really pay attention whenever you do return. If you did indulge, maybe don't continue that overindulgence. If your body is telling you that you want to start eating a little bit healthier, even on vacation, mm -hmm. if you're like, you know what, I'm starting to not feel so good. Listen to your body and just really be mindful of what it's telling you. Yeah, because your body is smart. We've already discussed yes. that. We will continue to preach that. It will tell you. It will. Our second takeaway is don't put too much pressure on yourself. I know I struggled with that a lot. I would put so much pressure on myself to do this workout and try to schedule the day around that workout mm -hmm. when I'm on vacation, which makes absolutely no sense. And to put so much pressure on myself that it was then affecting my mood mm -hmm. and my behavior. And then it was affecting my family's behavior or my family's mood or whoever I was with. I just wasn't the best to be around because yeah. I was so hypercritical and overanalyzed everything because I put this weight and pressure on myself and no one put that on me. I put no. that on myself. Yeah. I read this thing the other day. It was like, I love myself now because I fought her tooth and nail. Mm. And I did. I really did. Like no one was telling me I had to be this tiny or this small or not eat. I thought I had to be that tiny yeah. and that small and that I couldn't eat. And that's so sad because why are you, you should be your own best friend, hyping your own self up. Yeah. Why are you fighting her? <laughs> Don't put too much pressure on yourself if you do continue exactly. to indulge. If you don't get back into your normal routine on the first day, second day, third, like don't beat yourself up for it. It is okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah. I hate the whole quote unquote off track. Yeah. It's like, I'm not, you're not off track. How can you be off track? It's your life. Yeah. You maybe took a little detour. Maybe there was a little bump in the road but you're not off track. Right. You're exactly where you should be. And we struggle with that as a society. We all struggle with that. We're always looking to the next thing. Why can't we be present in that moment and appreciate it for what it is? So tip number three is prepare for when you return. Something that I think is kind of funny is that Peyton, as we've said before, is type A and I'm more of a type B A. However, I am a little bit more type A whenever it comes to grocery shopping. Yeah, you're better at it than I am. I have had to become that way because I didn't ever come back with a plan to get my life back into a normal routine. And so I just was kind of floundering and just continuing however I was continuing. So now I make my meal plan for the week. I make my grocery list. I don't care so much about going to the grocery store when I come back but if you don't want to then either have your groceries delivered to your door so they're there whenever you get back or order them at you know the pickup or whatever so all you have to do is go through the line and then you know it's pretty much hassle-free and it really sets you up because you've already got this meal plan in place mm -hmm. and you can continue to follow that because you already have everything to set you up you just have to actually follow through with it if you want to feel good plan to feel good. That's like that saying, if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Coming back from vacation, it can be extremely helpful. Yes. If that's something that that's important to exactly. you. Exactly. Tip number four is my favorite tip because it was so revolutionary in the way that I shifted my mindset, mm -hmm. but it's to look for different opportunities. Eat the foods that you don't get back home. Yeah. Do the activities that you don't get back home. If you think of it as a way that, oh, I get to do this, you have more fun. You yeah. enjoy it more. You're now looking at it not from a guilty mindset or you're not going to guilt trip yourself. 
And I think that this should also, it should also be noted that this can include resting. Yeah. You know, for some people, their vacation is like, they're just go, go, go because of work, because of their families, for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. You know, this might be an opportunity for you to really slow down and give your body the rest that it needs. Yeah. And especially in society today, we glorify this idea of being so busy and super stressed and, oh, I'm working harder than you. And Mm -hmm. for what? It produces burnout. If you don't take those little rest periods and really take full advantage of that, you can only do but so much. I don't know why we, and I'm very guilty of that as well. You glorify this intense go, go, go type of mindset and attitude where sometimes you just need the rest and that's okay. And if you need the vacation to take advantage of that, because that's the only way you're going to get that rest, Mm -hmm. then that's what you do. That's taking advantage of the different opportunities. So our last one is life is about balance. That's what makes it enjoyable. Ugh, the best. Basically, you guys, all we're saying is focus on the memories. You know, you're going to get back to your normal life. Enjoy yourself. Like we said, if you want to eat the donut, eat the donut. But if you really want to learn how to surf because you have an opportunity, Mm -hmm. take advantage of it. Exactly. And enjoy your body through Mm -hmm. the process. If you put this weight and this pressure on yourself, well, I wasn't like this before vacation. I can't be like this after vacation. It's a toxic mindset to be in. It's yeah. a toxic cycle you're going to fall into. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the roller coaster that life has to offer and then love your body throughout the entire thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you're going to be with your friends, your family, yeah. you know, your significant be other. Present. Yeah. Be present. Because like, how often does that happen? Exactly. And you know what? The gym will be there when you get back. Um, it's definitely not going anywhere. <laughs> the chicken and broccoli will be there when you get back. It sure will. <laughs> so enjoy the moments. just brings me so much joy being in the sun with my sand in the toes listening to the waves crash as I'm sure it does (laughs) your sand in the toes what did I say (laughs) I want to be like what (laughs) you know like on the wheel of fortune they spin the thing and it slows down oh oh, oh, okay okay so that's what just happened and this is the question we landed on (laughs) 